This week, on a very special mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer, we close out into the Bramley-verse with a look at what could have been. Hello and welcome to another timeline mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I am the Jonathan Rooney Taylor who laughs. <laughs> oh no, he's wearing Jonathan Rooney Taylor's face over his skull. <laughs> it's weird. Man. It, it kind of smells bad. Do highly recommend the recent DC event, Dark Knight Metal. <laughs> and its follow-up, Dark Knight Death Metal. <laughs> Sounds appropriately brutal. <laughs> it's real good. It's dumb. It's sure. like real dumb, but, but like, it's also real fucking fun. <laughs> sounds good to me. It's uh, Scott Snyder just going like weird cosmic crazy in the DCU. It's, I like it's it. great. Yeah. It's great. Uh, so this week, hot off the heels, the last episode where we discussed Lethal Weapon Two and closed out into the Bromleyverse uh, for a, a, a episode exploration of the mind and psyche of Patrick <laughs> Bromley in movie form. Yeah. This week, we're going to go down a different path. These are the movies we almost could have watched for this last uh, 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 set of films. So Patrick, we'll put it to you. We'll go one by one. What are the four movies we almost watched for Into the Bromleavers? Number one. The first movie, which I think we should still watch at some point, is definitely Tony Jaa's Ong Bak. Yes. Throwing knees, throwing bows, doing leaps. He's the Thai warrior. That's right. The Muay Thai warrior, actually. Yeah. Nice. Ong uh, Bak is a delightful martial arts warrior. Oh, is yeah. the one with the elephant? No, that's the protector. Gotcha. Yeah. You know because he spends most of the movie going, Get back my elephant! <laughs> and then at one point, a big wrestler guy picks that baby elephant up by its trout, its like trunk and throws it across the room. Oh, no. <laughs> it's the sa- I think it's the same big wrestler guy who plays uh, um, uh, Immortan Joe's like big muscle bound son? Oh, yeah, 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 nice. Yeah. Okay. So, what were the what were the reasons for, and what ultimately made you not pick it for this? Well, I definitely wanted to watch it for all the knees and bows. I'm sure. a huge fan of knees and bows. Also, that's all going to be super brutal, so it was going to be in the theme of brutal and suffering. Sure. For the Brownlee verse, uh, I didn't go with it because I ultimately chose Ip Man. That week. Yeah. And I only wanted to do like one of a kind sort of thing. Of course. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. And I'm a big fan of Donnie and Zip Man. Yeah. Well, you've been trying to get us to watch It Man yeah. since day one. And it yeah. was a delight. I think it was the favorite of the four. I absolutely yeah. 100% agree. Definitely. Ong um, Bak is a movie I love. It. I remember when I, I watched it, um, I had been seeing like like posters for it like at little art house theaters and stuff and be like, the fuck is Ong Bak? What is this? Yeah. And then, like, seeing a review of it, like, like, this guy fucking kicks the shit out of a bunch of dudes. And I was like, I can kick dudes getting the shit kicked out of them. And I remember, like, renting that movie from Blockbuster and it, like, blowing my mind. There's a part where Tony Jaa is, like, being chased throughout, like, a marketplace. And he's, like, doing all this crazy, like, parkour and, like, jumping over and jumping through shit. And there's... You know, like, the thing that happens in a lot of action movies where there's, like, two guys holding a big plane of glass? Sure, <laughs> And, like, yeah. they, like, drive through it? Well, this has two guys 
crossing the street holding just a big round of razor wire. Yes, and he <laughs> leaps straight through it. He leaps straight through it, not like head first or feet first. He goes hand to toes and compresses his body <laughs> into a wedge and goes through it. It's, it's amazing. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. I definitely, oh man, that's a great shot. I do miss the time where you had to go to an art house theater to see just wild, like, foreign martial arts movies. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah we had, I remember having to go to, like, the theater that showed independent movies so I could go see uh, Iron Monkey. <laughs> Iron Monkey yeah. on screen one. Yeah. Adaptation on screen two. <laughs> yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I had to go to a, an independent theater to see uh, Jet Li's Hero. Mm. And playing on screen two in that was Garden State. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Well, so uh, real quick, just uh, my wife and I recently rediscovered how much the the before trilogy is super good. Before Sunrise, mm-hmm. all the the Richard Linklater, uh, and I came to a realization of thank God I did not see those movies in high school or early college <laughs> because fucking Garden State fucked me up and made me insufferable. <laughs> I can only... And that's like the methadone to Richard Linklater's Before Sunrise. Sure. Which is just like, boy, I absolutely would have adopted all of Ethan Hawke's <laughs> fucking <laughs> mannerisms oh, into my... Man. I would have had hardcore opinions about goatee trimming, and I would have made them known. (laughs) Hey, look, there are worse Ethan Hawks that you could have taken cues from. That's true. I could have been boyhood Ethan Hawke. Ugh, no thank you. You could have been uh, uh, training day Ethan Hawke. I was going to say training day Ethan Hawke. Ooh, but I did miss out on being Gattaca Ethan Hawke. That would have been a cool Hawke. That's a good Ethan Hawke. Yeah, that would have been all right. Passable, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's great. Ong Bak. All right, we'll definitely look forward yeah, to that. Yeah, we should totally watch that one. Yeah, absolutely. All right. What was the second movie we could have watched? Well, I did want to pony up a big plotting western for John, and I did want it to have, like, extra uncomfortable racism. <laughs> <laughs> so sure. I was going to go with John Wayne's The Searchers. Ooh, yes. Uh, the quest for the uh, kidnapped person amongst the Indian tribe. Yeah, it's a late period, John Wayne. Yeah, no, it? I believe it's in color. Yeah, it is in color. Older, yeah, and, it's, uh, in, it's right on the cusp of, like, we hadn't been inundated with spaghetti westerns yet, but right. that language was starting of, like, the big sweeping landscapes no. and, like, the quiet long shots and stuff like that. Yeah, Searchers is a terrific movie with a giant asterisk on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think it is a John Ford. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, in it his, is, yeah. like, I'm stealing all of Akira Kurosawa stuff. All of his motifs and style. So it's a really nice, well put together picture, but oh man, is it uncomfortable. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. You gotta do a lot of mental gymnastics Oof. of just like, bull, <laughs> or just, oh no. Different times. Different, and different times. The different times are not cowboy times. The different times are America in the 60s. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> definitely that. Uh, I have actually not seen The Searchers. I don't know if I've ever seen a full John Wayne movie. Ah. With the exception of maybe the original True Grit. Yeah, alright. I think I've seen okay, True Grit. sure. That's a good one, though. And I think I only watched it because, because I... Because of the Coen Brothers I watched the Coen remake, Brothers yeah. one, and I was like, this is good. I'm gonna watch the original. And then I watched the original, I was like, mm, I think I like the Coen version. I would say the Coen yeah. Brothers version is, in fact, better. Um, it's close, though. The The original's not bad. But yeah, the Coen Brothers is better. Yeah, yeah the... Um, 
I mean, both of the ladies who are the lead actresses both do a really nice job, but mm-hmm. I think Jeff Bridges is more is a better character in the movie because well, John, John Wayne Rainey's. is just John Wayne, yeah. but with an eye patch. But with an eye patch, yeah. true. You know how like he was when he was Genghis Khan, he was just John <laughs> Wayne, but with brown paint on his face. I'm gonna lead these Mongols all the way past the Russian steppe. Pilgrim. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Guys, don't don't foreshadow too much. <laughs> oh, I decided man. against Western. That's why I didn't do it. I wanted to keep it kind of in the modern action vein. Sure, of yeah, course. Yeah. Uh, number three. Pat. John Wayne's Genghis Khan. John oh, Wayne's oh, Genghis Khan. Oh, the oh, only oh. reason we didn't watch it is it is intolerably long. Yeah. Like it was either going to be that or the Alamo, and they're both like eight days long. Yeah, that's very true. Oh, that is. Oh man. Oh, but Thank oh my Christ. God, John Wayne is Genghis Khan. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that we have to do like as like a double feature with Touch of Evil to see Charlton well, Heston as a Mexican man. man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 That's all very uncomfortable to watch. True. Sure. Very true. I think. Touch of Evil does uh, uh, edge it out a little bit because it is in black and white. So the Genghis Khan, I believe, is in color. So the black face is just like, yeah, well, I guess yellow face. Yeah, it's extra noticeable. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like oh. a weird brown he's in. Oh. It's very, yeah. very strange. And he's he, enormous. Yeah, he looks like uh, a Star Trek original series Klingon. Yes. It, it, which was based heavily on the stereotype of the yellow peril. Yeah. From like World War Two propaganda, so it's all, yeah, it's all rooted in 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 just a, a lot of real bad pain. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes! But John Wayne's gonna totally give it to you know everybody in Asia because his king is gone. Well, was it Pat Oswald who said that he did like a genetics test and he has a little bit of Genghis Khan in his? Uh, good, good news, John. Almost everybody does. <laughs> Almost everybody. Because yeah. Genghis yeah. Khan and then his son. Uh, they got also, around. Yeah, we're all, who was also like a giant big time conqueror. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kubla Khan. Kubla Khan. Yeah, they, he made the, Xanadu. Yeah, they fucked like everything. All of, yeah. 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 So yeah, there's like a lot of people that have like 0.02% Mongolian background right. Right now. because of those two dudes. Damn. Wild. Getting around. Hey, they won a land war in Asia. That ain't easy. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. To be fair, they were they started from Asia. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't come True. from outside of Asia. That is the tricky part. They always tell you never to invade Russia, but they never tell you to not invade Russia from the east. That's, That's right. Yeah. You'll never see that shit coming. <laughs> uh, so finally, number four, Patrick. What, what was the what's the last movie that we could have watched? Because it possesses the most traumatic thing I've ever seen in a movie. Jude Law's Enemy at the Gates. Go boy! And the thing that's so traumatic is the sex scene in the camp where Jude Law stretches his entire neck out over a woman. (laughs) It's very strange and I still have nightmares about it. It's weirdly sexy though. Oh yeah, it's kind of strange. (laughs) Yeah. But otherwise, it's a pretty great sniping, shoot em up World War II movie. I saw that movie in the theater, man. Yeah, me too. And I remember like walking out and being like, I dig Russian snipers now. Yeah, right? All oh of a sudden, boy. the Red Army seemed cool. Yeah, hey, look, man, 2003 or whatever was a long time ago. That's true. Yeah. And hey, they were the Red Army, not true. the now Russia Army. Yeah. 
He shot a Nazi. He That's did true. shoot a Nazi. Played That's by true. Ed Harris. Yeah. <laughs> the German sniper, like elite German sniper, yeah. Ed Harris. And then isn't Ron Perlman in it as like the mentor sniper? I or think something so. Like that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of like old timey uh, young Jude Law shooting at wolves that happens. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, him and Joseph Fiennes are like fighting over Rachel Weiss. Yes. Uh, the whole movie. There's also a lot of weird, like, Assassin's Creed Prince of Persia, like, uh, like, uh, like parkouring. Yes. On, uh, on, yeah, like, sure. yeah, getting around that rubble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I think, was also too long. I think it's like two and a half. It's a long movie. Yeah. yeah. I keep meaning to rewatch it because it's popped up recently on a bunch of streaming services. Oh, sure. But I just can't bring myself to do it. Oh, man. Yeah, no, that, that I can't handle that fucking scene again. Yeah, no. It's too much. So I chose to watch The Brood instead. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, then if I, next time I have a free, like, two and a half hours, I still need to see that. Oops, too many Spider-Mans. Mm. Oh. I just bought it on the iTunes so I can watch it again. Yeah, I gotta rent it on the iTunes. It's fun. Is it's it very to the multiverse? Is it that one? It's uh, it's uh, the island of too many Spider Men. No. Yeah, yeah, we're with Don Knotts. <laughs> he plays a fish. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, he brings it back. Mr. Limpet. Limpet. Yeah. yeah, Mr. Limpet yeah. is one of the Spider Men's. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, but no, this is the Secret. No Way Home. Mm-hmm. It's no the live action one where they have Andrew Garfield and yeah, Tobey Maguire. And, uh, Spoilers, I guess. <laughs> fucking everyone knew. Yeah, There's right. all the Spider-Mans. They and then all the bad Spider-Mans. guys from all the previous Spider-Mans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also in the... Uh, I don't want to spoil it. Never mind. But I am super goddamn looking forward to the sequel to Into the Spider-Verse. That yes. shit looks so good. Spider-Man 2099, motherfucker. Hell yeah. Miguel O'Hara, baby. Oh, it's gonna he be has so actual good. claws. <laughs> yep. And future time swear words. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, Patrick, I don't know why, but for some reason I thought for sure uh, you were going to pick uh, the uh, forgotten uh, Owen Wilson airplane movie behind enemy, enemy lines. lines oh, oh man. man the movie that begins with him playing football on an aircraft carrier and gene hackman getting mad at him yeah yeah no that's fair that takes a i don't know let's say look at the bosnian <laughs> war i think yeah look. well what i like is it's the uh it's the second movie to have both gene hackman and owen wilson yes did we have we watched the hunted for this podcast no, no. we haven't uh, okay it's a movie that really sucks into the last like 10 minutes yeah no th- that movie is a two-hour movie that possesses maybe 20 minutes of really great knife fights yeah and, and ten minutes of those at the very end of the movie. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But, but the knife fights are rad as fuck. Right, and you do get that like weird little scene where Aunt, uh, Benicio Del Toro makes a knife out of like a rock. And then Tommy Lee Jones creates a furnace and yeah. makes a metal, like out of a railroood tie or something. Yeah, he forges a fucking knife, knife. in the woods. Yeah. It's kind of an awesome movie in a terrible way. Mm. So your 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 golden ticket pick of those four, which one would you like unvetoably force us to watch? Oh, definitely Ong Bak. Ong yes. Bak has to be done. Right. We, we just haven't to, gotten there. We might have to do like a like a, a run where we just do like a bunch of martial arts movies that we haven't done. Yeah, yeah we need to get because through. Because yeah. we like we I had to say that's a big blind spot for us. 
Uh, but yeah, definitely Ong Bak. We could watch Protector. Uh, there's a bunch of Bruce Lee movies. We, you know, we haven't we watched, watched Big Boss, Chinese Connection. Still a bunch of Jackie Chan movies. We, we've we've literally done two Jackie Chan movies, and yeah. one of them is a late period bullshit Jackie Chan. Movie. <laughs> yeah, Wait, uh, I'm trying to think about the other one. We did uh, Rumble in the Bronx. We did so Rumble in the Bronx, Bronx, and then Dragon Blade. And Dragon oh, Blade. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting With it was John that. Cusack. Yeah. It's and John Malkovich. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we and Adrian Brody. No. Yeah, it's Adrian yeah, Brody. Adrian Brody was the bad guy. Yeah, not yeah. Malkovich. Or, yeah, it's yeah, Adrian Brody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we gotta fucking watch Police Story at least. Yeah, 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 yeah right? Yeah, definitely. At least one of the Operation and Condors. Probably Drunken Master. Mm. Drunken Master's real good. That's got a lot yeah. of goofs. It is yeah. very goofy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even like, uh, like uh, you know, like even like a Jet Li movie. The you know? one? Like, yeah. We need to watch. Well, maybe we can definitely watch the one, for sure. <laughs> but we can watch like one of the good Jet Li movies. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely, I think we need to, to get more into that. All right. Well, that is uh, it for this mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. We'll be back with our next full episode where I'm going to make these guys watch, I don't know, Detain, the French car fucking movie. Is it an action movie? We'll discuss it. We gotta put it through its process. Yeah, look, I guess I mean, it's fair. There's a lot of car fucking. That's True. action. That's action. Hey, Mike Huckabee, come join us for Detain. <laughs> yeah, it's French. It's true. I think that's enough to keep him away. Oh, honestly. man. We need a movie with a great bass line. Ooh, you know what? That reminds me. The theme song from Detain is pretty great. <laughs> Hit it up. Hit Actually, it up. No. do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That uh, sounds like it's going to be a great movie. It would have been so much easier for me to do all those bits with a pick, but I couldn't find it. <laughs> it's rough. Rough business. Now, also mm. my guitar's out of tune. Yeah, that's okay. So is Jack White's. Ooh, Zanabing! Mm. Come well, down here and... Uh, no, no, don't. No, stay away. No. no, no. Or come when I'm not here or something. No, he's going to make us go down there and record in his old-timey oh. phonograph. Also, 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 take all of your music off the radio. Just yeah, all of it. No thanks. I should have to request hey, to hear you. When was the last time you even listened to the radio? I have to listen to the radio at work. Mm. I heard a Justin Bieber song. Oh shit. Yeah, it's evil. And I don't care for it. And many other songs I hear at the radio station at work. Nah. Wait, don't you work at like a club populated by exclusively very old men? Yes, and we have three radios. I listen, <laughs> I listen to XRT in the mail room. The old guy listens to The Drive. Fucking yeah. Okay. And <laughs> that's all your Aerosmith songs that you've listened to for of 30 course. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then in the main room, uh, we listen alternating between modern dance hits and uh, modern rap. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So lots of Drake on both channels. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so much Drake. Lots of drink. All right. Well, that's going to do it. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm Jonathan Rooney Taylor. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, John Rooney Taylor, and Mark Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, and leave us a rating or review. Hey, if you got any emails, send them to us at bodycountsandbeer at gmail.com.